know, we all have potential in this room. <laughs> hate to waste it. I hate you. <laughs> and that's why we're here drunk on a Wednesday. Welcome to Lunch Beers uh, Pod. Frank is out at a Phillies game, I, I think, with Weather his delay. work, which, you know, I don't know of many workplaces that takes their whole team out to a baseball game. But it's like that's the second time they've gone, too. Pretty cool. I think it's like the third, honestly. Um, Maybe it's the fourth. So we're here, <laughs> and uh, we're going to have another movie with Leonardo DiCaprio for the Titanic. Oh, I don't want to respond to that line. Um, yeah, it's been everywhere. It's been consuming everything. What are they hiding? I'm not going to joke about um, that. They're saying that the uh, controls were by like a PS5 controller. Oh, or Logitech. Like that. Yeah, there's a Logitech, like the same headset that we use in corporate. Mm-hmm. Dude, I saw somebody it's a controller. I saw somebody put a post up today, and it was like, uh, "Controller battery is low. Please reset." It's just like, come on. What's wrong with you people? That's going to happen. A bunch of billionaires on that boat. They probably do a lot of good things for society. Oh, nice. Um, That's how I feel. Yeah, it's my biggest fear in the world is water. So thinking about, they said that if there was a crack and water could get through, the pressure that it would enter would actually cut your skin like a razor. Oh, my God. A drop of water. How absurd is that? And you chose to be there. You could have, dude, you could have $250,000. You could have gone on vacation anywhere. You could have ate the best food, been on the nicest beaches, and you want to get in this, like, salami roll can and just go a bajillion feet underwater to the point where, like, that happens and sit in a tube. I would never want to get in a submarine under any circumstance. Yeah. No, it's the scariest thing in the world. Because, dude, they said, one, you can get caught in currents. Like, remember Finding Nemo? Like oh, the turtle? Yeah. All right! All right! Just... They're riding the currents. Dude, all the way down there, like two and a half miles underwater, there are currents that will scoop you up and, like, whip you out. And they said mm-hmm. that the propeller for the Titanic is massive, and it's made of brass, so it doesn't rust. So it's like this one beaming thing, and there was this one scientist that went on this expedition before, and they actually got stuck on the propeller and had to figure out how to get themselves off the propeller so they could get back up before they just, like, ran out of oxygen in this cup. Wow. I went on Reddit to look it up, and it just says, Reddit, dive into anything. And the first post is the... uh... Don't miss kind of just shows that that movie wasn't that good. That he could have been on the board. Dude, he could have been on the board. They both could have lived. Yeah, the movie sucked, honestly. I got a UFO thing on here. Is it the Vegas thing? You saw that? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Dude, they said, like, the cop even saw, like, the spaceship so thing go down or the whatever. Guy, the, the guy whose yard it landed in, he called 911. And first of all, if you're going to prank call 911, one, you don't do it from, like, your own he personal your house, house line. Yeah. yeah, you go use, like, the public library's phone number or something. So he's, like, they one of the news outlets locally, they release, like, the phone call audio and he's like, yeah, like, there's two, like, eight-foot people. They have, like, huge eyes. They're looking at it. He's like, I'm fucking scared. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Please send somebody. And, like, simultaneously, there's a officer, like, doing a domestic 
like house call or whatever and he's talking to people in their driveway and it it's been confirmed like this is real government footage like so it's, from it's his government, from real. his body cam that like the shit was like going down Just in went there down can you met like is that the jerry of aliens well, to dude, mess up and crash into earth and be seen <laughs> dude, absolutely. Of, of dude all, they're up there like we have all this technology and you're looking these humans in the eyes right now on their earth i don't know that one is sus it's like here's the weird thing though the the local police or whomever went into the, the person's house who called and put a bunch of like security camera footage on the whole house like why would you do that Maybe in case the aliens come back there. Why would they come? Like, like, um, maybe they want to men in black and like erase your memory. I mean, maybe if, if they're Jerry's, maybe it'll come back. But usually like it's kind of like that one girl you did, you wish you didn't hook up with at the bar and you just like <laughs> avoid at all costs. It's probably embarrassing. You know what I mean? If they're if they're I've a never bunch made of a mistake, if they're a bunch of Rick's, they definitely don't want to be like caught in the embarrassment. Oh, absolutely not. There was another somebody posted they were on a plane and this like saucer was like vertical flying by them and they're like video out the window this literal saucer just comes and just flies through upright so it's getting weird i don't even know what to believe anymore can, there's can too you much just information imagine you're an alien and you drop down in vegas great place to land i would drop right in the top golf pool bro if they have that kind of technology to travel throughout the universe and it's like you got to have a gps on there and like a little Google information about what that place is all about. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be pulling up. Sin City, baby. No, no rules. I think no. I think we've just peaked so much as a human race that unless we become interplanetary, uh, this is the next saga for us. Alien light forms. Right? Yeah, I don't know. You think so? I don't know what goes on. Or maybe it's just one big distraction from all the evil shit the government does, which could also be... George Bush play. was probably making treaties with aliens. Apparently Dwight Eisenhower was. <laughs> yeah, there's theories about, like, nuclear en energy can be detected, and that's when they start showing up. So, I mean, go listen to Joe Rogan for that one. Yeah, we're not going to get into all that. Yeah, but, but let's talk about break room vibes. <laughs> it's a weird transition. 180. Yeah. Uh, well, Sorry. there's no aliens in the break room. Are Wouldn't there? that be nice, though? You're just like having a no. shitty, <laughs> typical day at work, and there's an alien in there. You're like, fuck yes, well, you um, don't have to work the rest of the day. Unless you're sharing the uh, break room with the IT department. Uh, I mean, uh, be nice to us, dude. I was in IT, and I was cool. You're not I'd always in, help not people. anymore. Yeah, no toilet iPads yeah. around here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I went into the break room today. First of all, have you guys ever, like, actually sat down in your corporate break room to eat your lunch one time? Like, sub three times. If I'm in, like, a bigger company and they have, like, a cafeteria, does that count? Uh, no. No, I wouldn't count. I would sit I, I there with, like, friends, but I've never sat in a break room, like, by myself. I mean, it's a room Not like where... an Airbnb-sized break room. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. a room where there's a fridge, a couple of microwaves, like, maybe Four a seats. toaster oven, some, like, shitty plastic silverware, the worst desk. coffee you've ever had. Eating at my desk. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Or you're, like, you go outside if it's nice, you outside, you literally do anything else. The second someone walks into there, I, I leave. I eat... I eat we had like this one break room in my first job, but it wasn't, 
I don't know if I call it like a typical break room because it had like booths, like you would have at a restaurant where it was like cushiony seats and tables, Boots. and there's a foosball table and there's a cool view and a TV in there. But it wasn't like a an enclosed area that was like specifically for like lunchtime, like a lounge. Yeah, more yeah, more like a lounge. Good call. Um, I know because I've seen it. <laughs> but other things. In there. Just experience some today. Things that shouldn't be allowed in the office. Any type of like onion dish. Because I went, I went in the the coffee machines in the break room, and I keep my little uh, cafe busto in my desk because I'm not sharing that with nobody. And <laughs> I went there to make a couple Joe. And dude, I open the open the door, and I just get smashed in the face with just a waft of onions. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't tell if it's like this 80 year old lady in here who's introducing herself as the dinosaur in the office. It's literally <laughs> what her words, not mine. Oh, or like. Onions. <laughs> Found out later it was onions when I went back for my second cup because it still smelled and no one was in there. Yeah, but. I mean, I'm kind of used to that because my grandfather used to, like, just cut up an onion and eat it with cheese. Mm. So, like, Sounds I feel good. like that's just, like, normal. That's weird. For me. <laughs> onions on glizzies, so though, 100%. Oh, yeah. Onions yeah. on everything. Mm-hmm. Smells so bad. That's fair. So good. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Cooking them up in an office is a terrible idea. Better than fish. You know, it's not a terrible idea, though, is cooking up Zins in the office. It's the yeah. breakfast of champions. Microwave them? No. Just put them in my mouth. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> so what does this do? What, is, what does this make you guys feel as a, a non-Zen man? Horny. Okay, well. Um, so I'm locked in. Imagine everything feels like it's burning, and then you put one in, and then it stops. But the second you might you, have something else going on. But the second yeah, you take it out, it starts burning again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just find whatever hotline that needs to go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever you just said, man. That's a tough one. Um, Does it wake you up? Yeah. Yeah. It's like coffee. Yeah. It's like coffee. It's like it's coffee. Just, it doesn't look like coffee. It just, it just kind of like lightens the mood for you a little bit. Apparently nicotine take, take is like breather. good for your neurons too. Mm-hmm. Helps rebuild stuff in there. Stops Alzheimer's. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's great. Proven. That's good because yeah. I'm like up next in my family. It skips every two generations. Yeah. And who I'm the, who I'm told the, you that? Fucking <laughs> Ancestry.com. I, I don't know. <laughs> Google. Obviously everything on the internet is like perfectly credible and accurate. You're supposed so. to say I forget. Doesn't matter. He's not fun. I'm not that old yet. That wouldn't, that wouldn't, that wouldn't. You missed a punchline, let it go. Whatever. Isn't that the punchline? No. <laughs> what? <the> beer. <laughs> what beer yeah, do we I'll have? I'll blame it on the beer. What'd you get, Nick? All right. I picked this up from uh, Tangzos. Uh, it's, by, <laughs> it's by Yingling. Uh, Potstown Piss Water. Mm. Bongo Fizz. And it's got a nice little doggy and a parrot. It's a premium beer with natural mango flavor, so it is similar to a mango cart. Absolutely. That's but not a mango cart. It's like a little more bite. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, a touch. The end, a little drier. Yeah. It doesn't taste as uh, sugary as a mango cart would, but it definitely has like more of the artificial flavoring of the mango portion. Um, so I do like it. I like that. 
I'm not a big fan of sugary beer, so it's a little bit better to me than a mango cart would be actually. Um, but nothing crazy in my mind. I think it's going to be like a 5.6 for me. Yeah, I like the mango cart more personally. It's one of my favorite beers for golf in summer, and it's we're right there, so it's high ranked right now. Um, I'm going to go with the six flat though, because it is a good tasting beer. I just, it's a little, it's weird. It's like, it's got like a little bite to me, but it's sweet at the same time. And they kind of hit at the same time. I don't know. It's just a little off. I feel like a little tweaking and I would like it more, but kind of like a, like a stevia, stevia sugar, you know, it's like kind of sugar, but it's not sugar. I can't believe you called gangling pots down piss water. That's why. Like the staple of our state. It's the only reason this place is good. Anyway, I love that there's a parrot and a French bulldog sitting on a yellow and red Adirondack chair with the word yingling on it. Um, so that definitely just gives it two points right there. Um, but I feel like when I read Bongo Fizz and I saw that it had mango, it was going to be like juicy. Are you guys, is this beer like dry to you guys? Does it feel dry when yeah. it goes into your mouth? Yeah. Yeah. That's got, that kind of was a letdown. Um, a little bit of a turnoff. It just like tastes like a dry mango, honestly. It doesn't even really taste like a beer. So um, can't say I love this one. I'm going to give it a 5.9. Let me delete your 9.4. 5.9. Just <laughs> auto feeds at this point. And that's it. Very Chat GPT on the beer ratings. Very good. Nothing crazy. Um, <laughs> I do recommend, but um, there's better choices out there. Yeah. It's like the Los Angeles Country Club of beers. It's just whatever. Yes, sir. And we just had the U.S. Open over there with uh, fucking Clark winning it. Windham. Windham. Dude, I was, I was telling you guys, that, that was the fourth player in a row under the age of 30 to win the tournament. And uh, the eighth out of the eleventh American to win. So Americans dominating the U.S. Open in the last eleven years. So that's mm-hmm. good action. The for U.S. Sure. dominating the U.S. Open. So fuck Roy McIlroy and go America. Our year. Yeah, there there was a ton of records broken um, at this one with uh, who Shawaffle <laughs> and Ricky. And Ricky uh, having a crazy opening round at minus eight. Um, So lowest round in in U.S. Open by Ricky Fowler and Xander there. Um, Ten birds. Multiple rounds of 6-3, Tommy Fleetwood. The lowest nine-hole score ever was Tom Kim and uh, Austin Eckrote. I don't like that name. Uh, They got 29 through through nine. Insane, and there was a bunch more that are, you know, cool, but whatever. Oh, I hated that U.S. Open. I, yeah, I didn't do good. I it, thought the competition was good, and the, you know, I I made out well in terms of like from a betting perspective. But they did like zero views of the surrounding area with the cameras. Mm-hmm. The people at the country club didn't even want it to be there, and they bought up all the tickets so like people couldn't come. It was like one of the smallest final round. The the Sunday at the Travelers will be bigger. That was your neck. Ew. Yeah. Will be big. Like they'll have a bigger crowd for that than the U.S. Open on on the final round. Like that's a joke. They, they chose to limit the amount of tickets for, um, 
like viewing purposes or whatever. And yeah, I, that's that's not the point, and you're not helping golf as a sport. Exclusivity like, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's so dumb. Who cares? It's like we're going to make something great and then just not let people see yeah. it so they want to see it. Like, do these people not understand California blows? No one cares about California. It's not that deep. Yeah. It's Used not that deep. Cool. No, no one cares. Not. The but, Northeast is way better than California. Dude, if money wasn't a factor, would you even want to be a member there? Like, that golf no. course looks so fucking hard. I wouldn't, like, well, they definitely expand the fairways, but I wouldn't want to play it look, there. It looked like a dust bowl. Like, it just looked like rocks and fucking dirt and sand. Nothing and else. Smog in the air. That's not and Really fun. tall grass. That's and not traffic. Fun. And traffic, yeah. yeah. right. It's just built in the middle of... They're going to run the highway right through the middle of it. A landmine of a place. Yeah, kind of trash. Go Lakers, though. Go Lakers. Until LeBron leaves. No. And it's not go Lakers anymore. Yeah, fuck the USGA for doing that. <laughs> we'll try again next year. Um, not a fan, not a vibe. Cam Smith made a great push, though, on Sunday. He that, did. That got me mm-hmm. pretty lit, by the way. watching him. Yeah, so shout out to Cam Smith for always being my guy and probably being the coolest golfer in the world. And um, thanks for the money. Unfortunately, he won't be at the tournament this weekend, but loaded field at the Travelers, which is in some fucking country club in Connecticut. Yeah, TPC River Highlands. There you go. Oh, Mm -hmm. TPC River Highlands. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Wedgwood. 71st year they've had the Travelers there, so... A little golf history for you. Brand new course. Going to be a great tournament. Like I said, the field is loaded. Um, I mean, favorite to win, Scotty Scheffler as usual. But even though this guy has placed in the top 10 in 12 of his last 13 events on DraftKings, um, <laughs> you can bet him to be in the top 10 at minus 115. Like... Why is that? That just should be an auto fire. I mean, it's close to even money. Yeah, he doesn't miss. You're laying 15 cents, but like plus 650 to win, can't get there. Second favorite's Patrick Hanley at 11 to 1. <clears throat> Fuck that guy. Play faster. Um, but I mean, dude, Rom, Rory, Sander, Victor, Colin, Tony, Tommy Fleetwood, Tomkin, Russell Henley, Matt Fitzpatrick, Hideki, Wyndham Clark, Sung J.M., Siwoo Kim. Obviously, Frank will probably be betting both those guys. Ricky Fowler, Max Homa, Jason Day, Cameron Young, Shane Lowry, Justin Thomas, Corey Connors, Harris English, Seath Tagala, Minwoo Lee. I mean, it's just a loaded field. Mm-hmm. Load, I mean, Adam Scott's 80 to 1. And this is a course where if you're hitting driver well, you can you can play really well. That's actually a pretty solid price. I might get down on him. Um, right now, what I have in, um, I bet Victor, he grades out pretty well here. And he's just been an absolute animal with the driver lately. Um, and then got to get down on Sahith Tagala again. I got him at 80 to one. He's at 71 right now. Um, but on Sunday when he moved up, like over the weekend, he moved up, he was like 63rd and he finished like tied 28th. He was 12th and strokes gained, um, on approach shots with the irons. So I thought that That's was really, gross. yeah, I thought that was encouraging. And just for the prices that you can get him at, um, it's going to be like all plus money, probably two to one top 20. Great value right there. Mm-hmm. So another guy moving with some value is Finau because he was at 35 and now he's at 28 to one to win. He's due. 
top 10 Tony, baby. Yeah, he's due. So he's a good guy to ride or throw in some parlays. Like like Jared said, like a top 10 or a top 20 out of him and Scotty. Like you're pretty much not, you're locked in right there and you can switch out your couple other picks. But I think Finau is going to be my guy this week that I'm going to be riding because it's just there. I don't know. He's still it's just one of, it's one of those, it's one of those bets where you just see it and you just agree with it. One of the, uh, one of the guys that kind of teeter around the edge. I'm seeing a lot of, of talks on is Tommy Fleetwood for this one. His, yeah. He's at plus 4,000. Um, he's just been so close for so long. He's kind of like a Willie Zalatoris at the moment. Um, so plus 4,000, I think that's one that's of the lar- largest payouts for someone that is. I mean, he was just a, a runner sh- up at the Canadian yeah. open two weeks ago. And then, uh, on Sunday he shot a 63 and made it in the top five in the open. So he's definitely mm-hmm. in form right now. 63 on the front. Yeah, Nick, you convinced me. I'm getting, I'm yeah, getting on there. I'm, I'm throwing. No, off, we we weren't, we weren't that. playing. We weren't playing. Um, we better be playing this weekend. Yeah, where are we going? You gotta figure that. We need a fourth. We need a fourth <laughs> early morning Sunday tea time. Oh yeah, the Priorities. earliest. I'm getting a golf lesson this week. First one ever. Yeah, I'm I'm hesitant to get golf lessons because I feel like if I don't get like multiple. It's gonna do more harm than good. I'm gonna I'm gonna get multiple. I'm yeah. signed up. Just lunch hours during work where I'm just not feeling it. Just, you know, going there for an hour, hit some golf balls. You gotta get Eric Gorno. What I don't want to hear though is they were like, "Oh, your irons like you need different ones," and then you'll hit the ball yeah. farther, and then I'll be like, "Fuck, all right, I will go buy some," and then I'll do something. <laughs> okay, I'll do I'll something unresponsible, just stupid. I would love to get some new irons. I would love, it. yeah. Maybe I'd I'll start looking on Facebook for some used ones that I like. Why not? Right? All right, fine. Stop. Stop twisting my arm, dude. I'll do it. All right, I'm buying them right now. All right, I gotta go. I'm gonna go buy them. Go get, I saw Cowley Mavericks at Dick's Sporting Goods for like 599 bucks. I want the, the tailor made blades. Those do look nice. That's what I want. Yeah, I'm really excited for this golf lesson. I hope I, 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 hope I learned some things. You got um, the new polo now? You breaking the glizzy out this you weekend? A, you like got me glizzy polo. Pretty fire. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bring the glizzy polo out this weekend. That's gotta be a big tournament polo, too. Like, that's a guy just showing up to put work in. That's a John Daly-esque with a little more, like, of a joke. Yeah. No, it's definitely, uh, I'm cooling everyone for owning that polo. Uh, uh. <sighs> Sorry about that one. You're going to cut that. Um, <laughs> Leave it in. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, it was pretty cool last night. Garrett Cole with a little uh, finger wave at the Mariners after throwing a nice three-to-one gem. Mm-hmm. You do like to see that. Yeah. He was talking a gang of shit. Um, I saw the one video. He was like playing peekaboo with a baby in the stands. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Garrett Cole earned some brownie points for me that day. <laughs> um, and then, you know, obviously last night just gave like 10 more points. Um, Ron Doan had apparently was throwing the ball really well in Scranton for the Yanks. Um, so we can look to have him back soon. Hopefully Judge's foot is all right. He's still like not listed on the injury list. They have no idea what's going on with him, so that kind of fucking blows. Screw the Dodgers. Get your whatever that... I wonder if there's a claim that they can make on that. You know, now that I'm insurance, just... There's gotta be... Dude, there's gotta be, like... 
loss of like potential income there or something for like the fan, like the stadium. You know what I mean? Like the Yankees are losing mm-hmm. X amount of monies because judges and some of the games because the Dodgers had cement that, on their though. field, not behind the field, on the field, on the field. I don't know who's covering that insurance policy. Right. So you, would, you would think though, if you're the Dodgers and Mookie Betts is your right fielder, probably the second best right fielder in all of baseball, that. You wouldn't have that out there. It shouldn't be like, anywhere. God forbid he, yeah, no. It shouldn't be anywhere. It's a no-brainer, dude. Like, do you put concrete next to trampolines? No. no. doesn't make sense. No, nor water. Um, anyway, the Reds all of a sudden are on 11-game win streak. How wild is that? Like, of all teams, just Random. getting hot. Yeah, well, they got a couple, I guess, like, young guys that are playing really well. The surprising thing for me is how well they're throwing the ball. But um, Joey Votto just made his return yesterday, season debut. And um, I saw somebody, like, oh, on, like, the fifth day of their winning streak put $1,000 on them, 60 to 1, to win the World Series. Wow. Imagine if that claps. Made winning streak, too. Yeah. That'd clap. But, uh, we, anyway, um, Luis Arias is back to hitting 400. He had, like, a four for five day to get him over the hump. That's pretty wild. Um, and then something crazy I heard today was Sandy Alcantara – the guy who won the Cy Young last year in the National League with like a two oh eight ERA has like a four nine eight ERA this year. And then so if you're a, if you're if you're like a, a wild crazy baseball better like Frank is, and mind you have to be sick in the fucking head or Canadian to love to bet baseball. <laughs> um same thing. Same thing. It, you know, if you're doing lie betting or you want to like fade the Marlins on the days where he pitches just because of, you know, bias and public money that I'll come in just because they'll see his name, uh, you know, listed as the pitcher to go. Usually Marlins are laying something, probably not, not much, honestly, this year, like 125, 130 max when he's on the mound. But his ERA in the sixth inning, so if he makes it to the sixth, his ERA is a 948. So it's just like if you see he's pitching that day, oh just fucking God. wait till the sixth inning and hope they have a lead and just bet the opposing bet side. Bet that inning over. That and the Every opposing time. side. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah, you can do that. The live betting, you can do like um inning over and stuff. Yeah, like a, it's usually half run always. Um do I bet the books are probably adjusted to him going though. They know that they know that information. So you might have to yeah. lay wood. I mean, why not do yeah, that? that over's got to be yeah, like do that. swung to like minus one twenty at do this that. point. Maybe fucking lay the lay the run line with the other team, bet the other team outright, and then do one of those little same game parlays, cook it up. And I mean, if you're going one for three on those parlays, you're you're you know you're probably bringing in some cheddar. Get creative too, like you know, bet the over for the inning, but also like take the second or third batter and bet them for a home run. You know what I mean? Like just. Get creative with it. Like, yeah, just because he gives up points in the sixth doesn't mean the only bet, right, is the other team in the sixth. Like, think about it. What does that offer you? You can bet any of the hitters hitting home runs. You could bet anything stat-wise, but you know that there's going to be some type of firework there. That is the cool thing about betting on baseball is just the huge amount of data that you have available to you. And like Frank says, it's a grind. Um, but, I mean, for us three, I know it's it's too much. And that's even coming from me, who's probably the biggest baseball fan on the pod. Um, it's just I can't keep up with it. That's just way too much. You know, especially when golf's going on. I, I'd much rather handicap golf. When you're in tune, though, you can make some money. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just straight up work, like you said. Dude, Cleveland is on, like, um, well, like a 12-2 and two run, running the first inning. Like, I tried to do that last year again. I just couldn't keep up with it. Just, 
Just um, think think if you bet the Reds and double down on your bet for the last ten. Double down or compound? Both. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So take your winnings. Everything. All throw, the time. Throw it all in. All the, the winnings. Total degen. Yeah, I can't imagine what you're walking around with you right now. Probably have like seventy five grand if you threw hundred. That bucks is the on other it, cool you know, thing like, about baseball. If you're like one of those fucking Rayman type of dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like you just you're watching. They're gonna go on a run. Yeah, right. Well, they want a seven game winning streak. Yeah. Like you, if you know that's coming or something, and you're just like there for it. It's just, <laughs> they're like plus three fifty every game. I mean, Jesus. Um. Anyway, I saw something really depressing today. Did you know that Ronald Acuna Jr., the right fielder for the Braves and the favorite to win the National League MVP, has more grand slams this year than Josh Donaldson has hits? <laughs> Think about that grand slams. That's not even. That's not even just on him alone. Like you could say home runs and it's like, okay, but grand slam. So like his teammates also have to all get on base and have sacks loaded. How many grand slams does he have? Oh, no, I have two? no idea. I hope, but I know two? Josh Donaldson's hitting below 198. Yeah. That's painful. Acuna is so good. And I also think Acuna has more hits than Stan. Donaldson sucks this year. Rizzo and Volpe combined right now in the last like twenty games. Yeah, but dude, Volpe, um, I don't know what his deal is, but he is not. We had the lowest average the of the. T- he's young though. He's young. Yeah, but I mean, you well, got to give him a minute. Well, we had we had the Hang Oswald on. guy before Oswald right? Peraza. He can yeah. play and Cabrera. Yeah, both so, can play. Well, Cabrera's having a bad season too. He actually got sent down and then called back up due to the injuries to Bader and Judge. So he was hitting 195 at the time. So it's it's been a struggle for him. But Peraza's in the minor leagues right now, just fucking tearing yeah. it up. So so last season when he was, uh, he played 18 major league games. He had .306 and .404. Um, and then so far this year, he had a .188 uh, on the one game and a .316. Point. And, and Volpe is hitting like .18. Yeah, but you know what's crazy though? His just, win, his wins above replacement stat is equal to Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s right now. Yeah, still uh, has nine home runs, which is pretty good for a rookie shortstop, mm-hmm. especially being that it's only June twenty first. Yeah, it, let it's it breathe. Time. It's let tough. it breathe. Everyone wants to look at the stats for shit like this, and um, it's it's not clicking. Yeah. Well, what yeah. I've been holding out on is that last year, at this time, we were all fucking. Harder than Hunter Biden against the judiciary system on the Yankees. And they ended up falling apart after the all-star break, right? Like they were literally the best team in baseball. They fell apart and we were all miserable. The way I see it is I rather, you know, we are what eight, nine games behind the Rays. Probably not going to catch them, but the Orioles who are in second place have the second hardest strength of schedule coming up for the rest of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. So in the wild card spot, which is now a best of three game series, um, we're in the fifth seed. They're in the fourth, so they would be hosting two out of the three games. If we can leapfrog them and get those home games, obviously that'd be huge. And then go play the top yeah. seed, which is the Yankees are playing as good as they were last year in the first half of the season. It won't be a problem. So the fact that they're like. You know, still would be in first place in like every other division except for two in baseball. 
kind of has me like, all right, let the, let this kid struggle because fuck, if he figures it out in August or September, mm-hmm. like that's all I care about. You He's know what also I mean? like he has the worst average on the team right now, and they have like a seventy eight percent chance of getting in the playoffs. Yeah. So like, if that's your worst guy, and it's a dude who's young, like we said. Like young, young player. He has his, the team likes him. Like they want to see him do well. He's also the type of dude that if he does start hitting well, it's going to bring an energy to the team and they're going to have momentum from it. So like mm-hmm. he's a guy with a high ceiling, which if your worst guy has a high ceiling, you're looking at 80% chance in the playoffs in June. You can't, especially with the star out. Honestly, dude, like just let, as yeah. long as Judge is healthy in the fall. That's all I care about. I think the Yankees can get to the playoffs without Judge. We can go NBA here, like LeBron. It'd be like, the Stars don't play a lot at the end of the season. They purposely rest. So, like, not seeing Judge out there all the time doesn't kill me. Because that's just, I mean, if he's healthy in the fall, that's all I care about. The other thing that's really encouraging is that Clay Holmes is pitching really well again. He hasn't given up a run his last 20 appearances. So if he can kind of beat the Clay Holmes that he was last year when he was an all-star, going to the playoffs again, that would be huge. Um, Ian Hamilton's out with some time right now. He was pretty fucking rock solid and honest. He like the DJ LeMay, he with a pitching staff. There's another guy we need to get hot. I don't know what's good with him if he's playing through something right now, but he still has like a plus 300 average with runners in scoring position. So again, it's like, who cares? We'll be doing the regular season. Um, kind of just hope we don't limp into the playoffs, getting close to the all-star break. So we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully Judge will be all right. Um, playing Seattle again tonight, and then we got Boston again this weekend. So fuck the – actually, Texas. Boston's next weekend. So fuck all those guys. Facts. And let's get hot. Yeah, we can hope. We can pray. So about it. Let's. That's it. Get a tea time locked in this weekend. Wrap it up. 6.30 a.m. Yeah, early dog. See you guys there.